Hello, everybody, and welcome back to MarTech Masters. I'm here today with Daniel Ruby. He's the head of marketing at DemandSage. Hey, Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Gabriel. How are you? Perfect, perfect. Thank you for joining us. And uh, I'm very excited about talking how we can improve HubSpot reports and if there's a, there's a better way to do it, right? Is that what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, pretty much. Um, HubSpot reporting, you know, just kind of general marketing and sales and, and revenue reporting in, you know, in the world of SaaS, you know, how do you get all of these disparate data points together and figure out what's actually going on in your revenue organization? That's awesome. That's awesome. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at DemandSage? Sure. So I'm the head of marketing at DemandSage. Um, I, uh, I've basically been the first marketing boots on the ground for a variety of tech startups in the Boston area since like 2006. Um, just, you know, kind of a, a, a do-it-all DIY market, digital marketing person. I really enjoy the fact that marketing is now a science as much as it is an art. And it's, it's kind of funny because if I go back 10, 11, 12 years, I used to work for a guy who called marketing the last bastion of unaccountable spending. But, you know, that's not true anymore. So I've, I've seen over the course of, of the years as you start getting data, as you start getting anonymized and then, you know, connecting, connecting web activities and social activities to your actual CRM and, and starting to see a full funnel where you can figure out, am I actually doing something useful? And it's, I find it very rewarding both to, to do the, the kind of analytics to see if you're doing something useful. And then that kind of rush when you go, oh yeah, I got ROI. I'm actually making money. I'm actually providing value. It's a little bit of an adrenaline rush. Love it. Definitely. Um, yeah, I also teach at a local college. I, I teach one uh, marketing course, which is fun. Nice, nice. Always, like always always good sharing with the next generations right it is it is nice, nice i kind of nice. wish that somebody had been there to say well you know here's the here's the textbook stuff but here's what you're actually going to run into as you start doing the job yeah we, we've done a couple of uh speaking engagements with some local universities and it's always super rewarding to see kids that are being taught certain things from books and specifics and you know, they're, they're having that analytics class, but they don't know what HubSpot is. And all of a sudden we're opening their minds and saying, hey, by the way, analytics is all being done for you. Now go into data, go into analysis and all these things that we're going to talk about today. So very, very exciting that you do that. Also, I love that you mentioned the the art and the, the you know, the science. We, we consider ourselves to be right in the middle uh, with all our artistic stuff, with video and creative stuff, but also all the data and every single integration that we can add to HubSpot to continue to gather more and more data. And let's talk a little bit about that. So uh, you mentioned SaaS. Who do you guys solve uh, for at the Mansage? Is it what, who's your ideal customer? What are, what are the best companies or the companies that you would say could take advantage of your software and why? So the way we look at it is we want to bring uh, enterprise level business intelligence to kind of the SMB market, mm -hmm. you know, people who don't necessarily have the uh, have the resources, time or otherwise, to to have you know a dedicated data scientist and somebody who is, you know, a, just 
spending 40 hours a week or more just pulling data in from different sources, combining them and coming up with, you know, the insights that they need. Because, you know, every SaaS tool that you look at, be it a, a, a CRM, be it a marketing automation suite, be it just a simple analytics tool, tells its own part of the story. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's always going to be a manual step. And what we're trying to do is, you know, for HubSpot users specifically right now, and then going forward, as we work to uh, integrate more uh, data sources, is to try and remove as many of those manual steps as possible. You know, because each, each SaaS toolkit will not only tell a different part of the story, but each one has it, its own strengths and weaknesses. Each one has you know, parts of the story that it can tell and parts of the story that it can't tell. But when you look at, at a data set as robust as what you have with HubSpot, you know, the data is there to tell the story. But oftentimes it's just kind of locked up because you know, to HubSpot's credit, they've done a great job of building out an analytics and reporting suite, but they're still constrained with, um, you know, they have to work within the UX. You know, and they have to productize everything. It's it's very hard to get a custom report to your custom business needs. And and I I like that you're saying that you're bringing this to small businesses and medium businesses because that's the other problem. Yes, you could invest in huge applications or you know data and analysts that can put together those those reports if you're a huge organization, but for small businesses, they can never get to the insights, right? So it's, it's all the data is there and it's amazing. And let's say they did a huge investment in HubSpot and they're doing the right thing. There's so much data that they, they can't, they can't possibly find the time or the knowledge uh, or the, or have the experience to actually find insights from that data. Is that something that, that you guys can, can help with? We can, yeah, and and a lot of what we're trying to do is to distill this data into a comfortable platform because everybody knows spreadsheets, everybody uses spreadsheets, and you know it's. So I, I've worked with a bunch of different CRMs and a bunch of different automation suites. Um, you know, I've used Marketo, I've used Pardot, I've used HubSpot. I like HubSpot quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you find is each one has almost it, its own language for kind of, for like combing through your data, for manipulating your data, and for, for generating these insights. And, you know, we, we feel that you shouldn't have to be an expert in the language of the SaaS tool that you're using. So, you know, when you pull it into a spreadsheet, you, know, you kind of know what to expect. You know that it's going to come in in rows and columns. You know you're going to be able to use your standard uh, suite, just gargantuan suite of spreadsheet tools, be it Excel or Google Sheets. And, you know, gives you the opportunity to, to use your own expertise within a data set that is incredibly robust and it's, is now unlocked from kind of an analytics and reporting UX. That's awesome. And in... Again, you mentioned you mentioned some of the limitations of trying to create a, a custom report on HubSpot, right? Uh, also, like you said, everybody, pretty much everybody that has done anything with data knows Excel or Google Sheets because that's how we manipulate data and we try to 
create graphics and things like that. So, so it, it's, it's good that you're bringing something into a familiar place. How does that compare to the reports that you get on HubSpot? Again, you're limited probably on the HubSpot, even though you have some reporting templates and a lot of cool things that you can do. How can you help people get better reports on a spreadsheet? What are some of the tools and the things that you can do for them to simplify that, uh, even though they have HubSpot and they could do some of those things inside the tool? Sure. Well, a, a lot of it is just kind of the, uh, the ability to pull different data sources together, uh, even within HubSpot. You know, if you're, if you're doing custom reporting in HubSpot, you're limited by, you know, how many different kinds of objects you can combine or, um, you know, how many different data points within an object, the, the object itself, you can compare and how you can visualize those comparisons. I, I think every HubSpot user has many times had the experience of saying, well, I need to get an answer to this business question. How am I going to do it? And they end up, you know, you can do it in HubSpot if you can come up with a creative way to combine, you know, automation and, you know, uh, both static and, and active lists and, and bring them together in this kind of hodgepodge that comes up with the answer. Um, but if you look at it, if you're able to get that raw data into a spreadsheet, you know, it, it's a lot easier to say, okay, well, I need this data, this data point, this data point, this data point. You, and they're all available within, you know, the confines of a spreadsheet as opposed to saying, well, this one I have to generate with an automation uh, uh, function. This one I have to, you know, set some parameters for a, uh, for a live, for an active uh, list. And this one, I'm going to create a custom uh, field at the contact level and populate it with something else. And that way I'll, you know, but if you've got the, the underlying data, then you can just do that in a spreadsheet. And what's nice about, you know, spreadsheets today are not, you know, what they were 20 years ago. And we, we have a, one, one of our, uh, one of our clients is, on record, uh, we, we've been kind of collecting quotes lately. Um, and one of our clients is on record as saying, look, every, everybody at some point uh, gives up on fighting with their SaaS tools um, reporting suite, exports a CSV, pulls it into Excel, pulls it into Google Sheets, and then just does it themselves. And you know, there's, there's a reason for that. It's because spreadsheets work really well. They give you this almost unlimited level of flexibility um, and with something like a Google Sheets, you know, now it's got, it's got uh, add-ons like DemandSage. So you don't have to create that CSV every time you need to update your report. You know, the data updates nightly with us. And there's already existing uh, connectors as well. So, so one of the things that I run into a lot as a marketer it, using HubSpot is because I don't use HubSpot CMS, I have trouble getting good, you know, even anonymized uh, web traffic and web analytics data. Um, but what I can do is I can use Google's own uh, Google Analytics thing, pull the Google Analytics data into, uh, into my Google Sheets in the same sheet as I'm using DemandSage to pull in my HubSpot data, combine that and create a dashboard that you know, gives me a full view of my funnel from anonymous traffic all the way down to, you know, close one deals. And, and you don't have to update that 
regularly or create this report every time you see it because the message is helping you update that regularly, right? Exactly, yeah. The only thing that I have to do is, you know, you have to manually tell the uh, the Google Analytics plugin to rerun. Of course. But then it just updates all of the data everywhere it is and all of your connected sheets are there with moder- with all of your up-to-date data. And you know it's right because you, you build it once and then you know it's right. That's awesome, that's awesome. And, and of course, it, it makes it easier to create customized reports that you can never find anywhere else. So that's, uh, that's, the, that's the key to it and the value to it. So you mentioned something about insights and, and one of the things we always talk about is the difference between reporting and insights, right? It's easy to find reports and create reports in all these tools, but the insights are the hard, hard things to find. Uh, they're the, the, the pieces of content or data or, 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 or the decisions that we can make from data that will actually create a positive impact on on the uh, on the different things that we do for marketing sales or whatever it is so what are some of the insights that are hard to get the, the ones that are hard to find so so one of the big insights that's really hard to find i think in hubspot is what what actually contributes to a closed one deal not just you know hubspot is great about telling you you know first action the first source that leads to a closed one deal it's they're really good at telling you a specific uh, campaign that began a trip to close one deal, but everything in the middle that influences the different steps along the pipeline can be really hard to come by. You know, is is it? Do you give value to a, a piece of content or an outbound email campaign, or even you know a, a lead source that brings? another person into a deal halfway through when that person happens to be, you know, if you're using an account-based marketing uh, framework, that person happens to be the decision maker. You know, how do you know um, what activities you're using to bring in decision makers? How do you, <laughs> how do you know what activities you're using to, uh, to, to really influence the deal from beginning to end? Um, and beyond that, how do you know what are all the different demographic and firmographic data points that uh, kind of correlate to somebody moving is to to a deal moving along the pipeline? Uh, you know, and and can you hear my dog behind me just going wow wow wow? By the way, this is perfect. I had some noise in the background here too, and you had your dog doing some funny things. But uh, we are all about having family members as part of, uh, of, our, of our video shoots, so no problems at all. As long as you can keep talking, we're fine. Yeah, I, I can keep talking. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, and all of that data is available in HubSpot, but the constraints of you know, how many different data points you can look at in, the, in a given report and the constraints of, um, around you know, how can you find data points that roll up to associated objects. So, you know, the, the associated, you look at a company, you look at the associated deals, you look at the associated uh, contacts. How do you really kind of compile that, th- those, those rolled up data points into something actionable, something that can inform your decision-making going forward? And that's, you know, and that's something that we try to do. So we do a lot of, um, you know, with DemandSage, we've got a couple of different ways that you can manipulate your data. And one of those ways is with a report of kind of best practice uh, templates or a, a library of 
um, you know, pre-built one-click best practice templates and dashboards and reports. And part of the, the, the process that we do is uh, we will calculate, um, we'll calculate unique metrics. So for example, when you're looking at one of our deal reports, you may find these calculated metrics of like the most common source mm -hmm. or the most common piece of content uh, or that that was, that was consumed by uh, contacts associated with a deal and, or with a company. And so, you know, things like that. And we want, and we're, we're always trying to build more of these because the, the nice thing about it is, you know, we don't, we're not constrained by a UX, so we can build these just, just pure data calculated metrics mm -hmm. that can then feed into um, e either the reports or our no-code um, table builders. Um, and, you know, it, it, the, the same with the reports. And because we are reasonably early stage, you know, we're still at the point where customer feedback can become custom reports that we build and then can, you know, productize and add to the report library. That's and, you know, our offering is free to use and we don't sell or share any data. Uh, the, the library of reports that we offer is all free to use. You know, we are, um, you know, we're, we're working on building a tool that can really give this, this level of actionable insight that, you would uh, traditionally need an expensive and well-staffed uh, BI stack and team to come up with. Of course, of course. It's interesting that you mentioned, you know, the most uh, common source and things like that, because that's the kind of report that as a CEO and as, bus you know, building uh, business um, um, development, that I, that's my role. One of the spreadsheets that I have is every year or every quarter or every six months, we go through, okay, all the customers we closed in the last six months, in the last year, where are they coming from? Is the source HubSpot, SEO, events? And then we're like, okay, and, and are they good customers? So I add things to my spreadsheet. I, I rate my customers by how happy they are, by how happy we are with them. And all of that is data manipulation that I do on a Google sheet. So at the end of the day, what you're saying is, is, is what we're all trying to do anyways. So it helps us uh, get to that step a lot, a lot faster. You mentioned that you are adding Google Analytics, for example, as a source. What are some of the other sources, data sources that you envision connecting with HubSpot to make even uh, better data or create more insightful data uh, from yeah. spreadsheet. So, so that's always a challenge, right? You know, you start with HubSpot because HubSpot does a very good job of pulling together a, a bunch of different data sources. You've got your your marketing email, you've got your sales email, you've got you know native connections to Facebook advertising, LinkedIn advertising, um, you know Google Ads. Um, but there's there's only so many connectors that HubSpot can really you know, justify building themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we're trying to, we're trying to make it very easy to, to get this full view of the funnel from, from top to bottom. We're, we're looking to, you know, kind of incorporate uh, your different sources of demand. So beyond just the big uh, social networks and Google, you know, what are the, the advertising, you know, the, the advertising uh, uh, vehicles 
that people are using that could potentially pull in. And then, you know, because the, the bottom line is that you want to know how your actions as a marketer or how your revenue actions with, with an entire sales and marketing organization are translating not just to the closed one deals, not just to a, a single, you know, deal value, but lifetime value of, of, of the customer recurring revenue, you know, and, and because so many of the organizations that use HubSpot are SaaS providers themselves, you know, how do you, how do you come up with ROI numbers with, you know, with monthly recurring revenue? And so we're, we're looking at things like integrating Stripe uh, as a data source or integrating, you know, other payment options and potentially, uh, we're also looking at uh, Salesforce because there's so much synergy between, yeah. you know, if you use HubSpot for your CMS and or your uh, marketing automation suite, but Salesforce is still your, your CRM of record, you know, how do you, how do you mix those data points? You know, they've got their own native integrations, but that's kind of a, a, a fairly opaque uh, integration in and of itself. So how do you, come up with, uh, with insights into, you know, the combination of maybe all of your deals data in, in Salesforce and your marketing data in HubSpot. That's so that's where we're looking to go with a lot of these. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when you're talking about marketing and sales, what kind of reporting questions do you usually get from these two different organizations? So it's, it's interesting, you know, they've got, they've got kind of different perspectives on what I consider to be the same thing. You know, how are we generating revenue? Um, marketing tends to want to know what activities, what sources, what campaigns are generating, uh, you know, MQLs. Mm -hmm. And sales wants to know, well, what are my activities that are taking it, that, that are going from SQL to revenue? And how can I, you know, not, not only how can I uh, increase those activities, but how do I justify, not justify necessarily, but how do I determine, you know, compensation for my reps? How do I determine whether or not a rep is uh, doing their job well or not? You know, and you can look at like raw activities, you can look at stuff like that, but you know, it, in the end, a lot of times what I've, what I've run into in the past is, you know, sales will come to a, uh, an attribution vendor of some sort or a RevOps vendor and say, how do I blame marketing? And marketing comes to the same vendor and says, how do I blame sales? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we believe that there's, that neither of those is valuable in any way, shape or form because if one side is not pulling their weight, then neither side is pulling their weight. So, so we kind of approach it as a more holistic look at, at revenue, at the, uh, the, the revenue funnel. Yes, you know, marketing is more active in the early part of the funnel, but their activities, you know, marketing's responsibilities don't end at MQL being sent over to sales. And, and likewise, you know, sales, their responsibility does not just begin when marketing plops a, uh, an MQL in their lap. So we work very hard to, you know, I know the word holistic is so 
dramatically overused these mm -hmm. days, but it, it's, it, it's kind of a reasonable word to use to say, all right, your revenue ops, your revenue organization has to view things holistically. So, you know, what kind of marketing generated leads work best for a particular sales rep? What kind of, you know, activities take a particular, you know, customer profile uh, across the finish line? So that's, that's kind of how we approach it. And that's, you know, the questions are always, the, the questions from both sales and marketing leadership, because they're, they're almost always really good um, organizations are, well, how do I do better mm -hmm. to, to improve the bottom line? Definitely. And, and help each other and work together, right? At the end of the day, um, a lot of organizations are turning marketing and sales and customer service into RevOps, right? And that's kind of like the, the new um, uh, word that everybody wants to use. And uh, at the end of the day, it's what the end goal should be. We're all one, we're all working towards revenue and keeping customers happy and keeping customers uh, working with us. So how can, how can you guys help organizations and marketing and sales team working more together rather than, than fighting each other like you were talking about? So, Part of it is actually, uh, oddly enough, the, the the spreadsheet itself, because, you know, when was the last time you spoke to a, a sales rep who was particularly comfortable getting into HubSpot and digging around to try and, you know, figure out? It's never happens. It never happens. It doesn't matter how many years you train them. And again, this has nothing to do with them not getting the information. It's what they're what they're familiar with and the time that they have and the and the goals that they have sales teams are more rapid pace they need to get things done they only dedicate time to things that create an impact they're only working with the easiest fasters you know um, deals so all of that affects the way they work every day so it, it feels like we're continuously teaching how to do a filter on HubSpot to find some opportunities. So at the end of the day, what we do is we enable some people internally that are more savvy to do that, but we end up doing it ourselves and it's uh, part of the value that we create. But uh, they all go back, and I know you were gonna go there, to a spreadsheet. <laughs> all go back to a spreadsheet, yeah. Everything goes back to a spreadsheet yeah. because no, no matter what you're, if, if you're in sales, if you're in marketing, if you're in finance, you. Mm -hmm are comfortable in a spreadsheet. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I was going to ask you what's the difference between, you know, HubSpot as a reporting tool um, and, and DemandSage as a reporting tool and something like Databox or, or tools like Databox. Uh, and you can definitely answer that. But I was thinking the combination of all of these is perfect because we can take data from HubSpot, put it into DemandSage, manipulate and add data and then actually graphically show it into Databox with the Databox Google Sheets integration and you have an amazing tool that you probably can't pay for. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, it's, and not just Databox, you know, the Sheets has the, that native integration with, with Google, um, uh, oh God, their visualization. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm... The, the, I forgot about that too. I can Google it right now. You can Google, Google. Um, but yeah, you know, you've got a, a lot of people use that. And, you know, that's, 
that's kind of the beauty of Sheets as a platform is it is in and of itself a platform with so many different data studio, Google data studio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to visualize something in a particular way, build a, a, a live updating, you know, visually stunning reports. Well, you were probably going to pull the data into a spreadsheet, manipulate it, and then shove it into something else anyways. So why, why belabor the point? Why force yourself into all of this manual work when you can do it once use demand sage to make sure that the data from HubSpot is always up to date. Use, use Google sheets to, to power a bunch of wherever you want that to output. Chances are there's going to be a reasonably straightforward way to do it. You could output it into Coda. You could output it into Notion. You could, you know, it, it's a spreadsheet. Definitely. You can integrate it with pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And especially in Google sheets. Now Google sheets is integrated with pretty much everything out there uh this has been awesome thank you daniel uh, daniel for all the information and all the sharing all of this i know a lot of people are going to be very excited about being able to download hopspot data into spreadsheets and manipulate it especially like you said uh, marketing and sales team working together being able to look at the data in one place and be able to manipulate and create specifically custom reports that they're familiar with already so thank you for sharing all of this. Anything else you want to share? I know you have some product updates and stuff like that, but tell us, tell us more about that. Well, our product is always evolving and, you know, we're always happy to, you know, if there's something that we don't currently solve for a HubSpot user, reach out and let us know. And chances are it, it's something that a bunch of people would use and we'd be happy to build it for you and then add it to our report library. Uh, we just finished a, a product hunt launch and that was a lot of fun. So, you know, it's, we're continuing to grow. We're continuing to, to add more value. And, and frankly, I joined the team because A, I had worked with the founders before. Uh, the founders were the founders from Localytics. Mm. And, you know, I was their first marketing boots on the ground you know, a decade ago. And because I've spent my entire career dealing with the challenges that DemandSage you know, solves. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of nice to be working on a product that, you know, I not only believe in, but I use in a day-to-day, -day, in my day-to-day -day life. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Daniel, thank you very much again for sharing uh, all of this. Uh, we'll share all the information and the links to, to the Mansage. Uh, if you are a HubSpot user, if you're using HubSpot for marketing and sales, this is a no-brainer. Download your data on a regular basis into a Google Sheets or a spreadsheet and then manipulate it. This is, uh, I, I can't wait to have a lot of fun with this and share with a lot of our customers. So thank you, Daniel, again, for, for sharing this with us, okay? My pleasure, Gabriel. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Take it easy and have a good day, all right? Stay safe. Thanks, you too. See you, bye-bye.